You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. And we are coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. When you need cash out of your home in a simple way to get it, Rocket can. I'm going to be hanging out here with you for the next three hours. Shout outs to everybody who was here with me from hour number one. I get started at 10 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Pacific every single weeknight. It's Thursday. It's Thursday night football. Why? Because it's... How did we get here? It's September 15th. This is week two of the NFL season. How the hell did we get here already? And so tonight in Kansas City, the Chiefs currently have the football and lead the Los Angeles Chargers 24-17. to It's about three and a half minutes left in the game. Patrick Mahomes inside his own 20 right now. Already has thrown two touchdowns. Justin Herbert earlier here in the fourth quarter. He has two touchdowns as well. But he threw a pick six. And up until now, that has really been the deciding score in this game as the Chiefs look to extend this lead and put some more points on the board for insurance. Is it going to be a field goal? Is it going to be a touchdown? That is to be seen. I should also let you know that the prior drive where the Los Angeles Chargers had the ball, that Justin Herbert was driven into the ground Nothing ridiculously crazy following a pass. And he was on the ground. They had to call a a timeout, injury timeout, as he held his ribs and held his hamstring. He was out of the game for one play. Chase Daniel came on to uh, hand the ball off to the running back. And then Herbert went right back out there. And ultimately, they had to go for a punt. He almost threw uh, several interceptions. And right now, Justin Herbert is on the bench, and he looks like someone who ate too much at Thanksgiving. And so I'm sure this will be a talking point throughout the night as we wait to see what exactly happened to Justin Herbert. But the Kansas City Chiefs right now certainly in control in taking this game. And this is what the Chiefs have historically done with the Chargers. That's that's owned them. 855-212-4CBS. In a few minutes, we're going to talk about Roger Federer stepping away from the game of tennis. But we have Kyle here from New York. He's been waiting patiently on the line. You're on CBS Sports Radio, Kyle. Hey, JR. Thanks for taking my call. I just I wanted to address uh, what you were talking about with kind of the NFL moving maybe towards streaming sites and things like that. Um I personally think that it's just kind of getting us all geared up again to have to buy these bundles and, you know, get into this, like, which one you're going to choose in order to watch your team. And I think as an NFL fan, I think that that's sad because, I mean, I have my own team. I'm a 49ers fan, and I'll find a way to watch the 49ers. I'm not worried about that, but there's other – teams and games that I want to watch and if I have to pay you know eight nine dollars a month for all these different 
services and packages. I just feel like, you know, we're kind of getting fleeced out here just trying to watch some football. And uh, I hope that trend doesn't continue. I don't know how you feel about it, but well, I think that that's, I don't, uh, that's not necessarily the case. So the NFL being on Fox and ABC and CBS, that's not that's not going anywhere. But when it comes to Thursday night football, that's that's streaming. Well, Kyle, can you turn down the radio? Yeah, Thank absolutely. You. I'm sorry. Thank you. That that's not going anywhere. But in the larger scope of sports, yes, people people are going to have to stream. We see it in baseball, especially for national games. So when it comes down to your local, yeah, it, it'll there'll be options there. But no, streaming isn't going anywhere. It's no different than a movie or a show or people have Netflix. They're things that if you want to watch, you, you got to stream it. That's just what it is. Right. But, I mean, JR, I'm thinking about kind of, you know, five years from now, where are we going to be? No, Ten years from now? No. Well, no, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say so. Is it going to happen eventually one day? Yes. Is it going to happen immediately? No. But part of the de- part of the deal is to slowly but surely integrate this. You know, there wasn't one gigantic uh, switch that was hit where now everyone has to stream and, you know, people will be punished for their past viewing habits. But this is a start, and we're moving in that direction. So, you know, no one can predict the future of, of what things will be in the, the world of broadcast, but you can bet your ass it's, it's not going to be wired into a coaxial cable. Well, I just sure hope that there aren't, like, three companies that all have streaming sites that own everything, you know, like Apple well, and Amazon. Well, where the hell have you been? This is where we're at already. Right, but how long is it before the companies they own acquire the rights to these NFL games, and then now you can only get them on their streaming sites? Yeah, it'll, it'll happen sooner than later. You want to know why? Because they're going to be willing to pay the leagues. That's why. It, it, it's It's starting, so... You and that's not... why I think the league needs, needs to make its own streaming service. I mean, they got Red Zone. They do. And I think that they they, they should build on that. They, they do. They have their own streaming service where you can go ahead and purchase for 5 or $10 to watch your in-market games. And so, yes, that exists. But if other people are going to be willing to pay you and you are a business, why say no to money? You I'm sound not like a re- say no to money, but at you, the same you are. time, I'm also – you got an option. No, you have an option. If you're telling the NFL, why don't they create their own streaming service? They do. And it is, it is a direct-to-consumer streaming service for your local game. What part of New York are you from? Upstate. You're from upstate. Okay, upstate is big. Are the Buffalo Bills your local team? Um, I'm kind of halfway between the city and Buffalo. Okay, what are you, in Albany? Yeah, it we'll put it that way, sure. Okay, sure. Yeah, it does, doesn't matter where you're from. But here's, here's the deal. You can pay to watch your local team, whether it happens to be uh, the New England Patriots or the Bills or the Jets or the Giants. You can pay to watch them through the NFL. But these streaming companies are also paying the NFL. And as a business, it'd be ridiculous to say no to someone who wants to pay you a billion dollars a year just to broadcast some games. So you sound like I, a, I, 
Yes. I perfectly understand that part, JR. I, right. I know that the NFL is not going to turn down a huge contract from whoever to be able to have some rights to play some games. That's not really what I'm concerned about. My concern is mostly just the fact that, like, eventually you're going to have to be paying a bunch of different subscriptions just yeah. to watch any game. Well, here's a here's a de- well that that might be the case if they the games are removed from from broadcast, which I don't believe will be the case. But here's the thing: you want to know who's going to be willing to pay for things if it does go that way? NFL fans. Yeah, you're right. And so that's that's it. If people weren't going to pay, then it wouldn't there wouldn't be no damn concern. Is it? People will pay for it. How many people complained about uh, the change in tickets? Well, now you have to buy a, a personal seat license to have uh, season tickets, and now you have a license to the seats, and now you're treating the seats like it's an Airbnb. You can rent them out. You can do what you want. People complained about that. Oh, they're taking advantage of us fans. Oh, they don't care about us. Oh, stadiums are packed out. Like everybody can run around and complain about what they have and what they don't have. And people still spend the money. It's ridiculous. Speaking of ridiculous, Chargers here in their own red zone now trying to put some points on the board. Kansas City leads 27 to 17. About 90 seconds left in the game, third and goal. It's going to take a whole lot of work for them to make up this amount of points with only 90 seconds on the clock. And at least Justin Herbert, A, is still out there on the field. And, man, he's he's throwing some gas. Hey, Shep, I assume that he only had the wind knocked out of him. Would you say that's that's probably what took place? Because he's not – he's no longer favoring his ribs or his thigh. He still looks like he's in pain, but – He's still out there balling out, man. No, but they gotta they gotta convert this man. Like they're they're gaining a yard of play right now. Yeah, well they're running yeah, fourth down. Yeah, they got it. <laughs> yeah, there you go, touchdown. He's a tough kid, Jr. You don't you, you know he's a tough kid, man. You gotta you gotta give him that. That he's he's still he's still favoring it a little bit. You could see it. Yeah, he's holding his yeah. left side. Yeah. Oh my god. What are they gonna tell us at the end of the game? That he, if they win this game, what is he? They're gonna tell us that he played the game with broken ribs, and what is he gonna be a legend now? I mean, they've had some pretty. I'm, I'm thinking Fouts, Rivers, Dan. Uh, yeah, you know, Breeze. It should have been Breeze, uh, but they've had some great quarterbacks in that franchise's history. There's never been someone with quite his talent, though. I, I would agree. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah. I want to know what the deal is with his side. That's what I'm looking for. He keeps holding his side like, oh, what a what a rough one. 27-24. The Kansas City Chiefs lead at home. A little more than a minute left in the game. One minute and 11 seconds. Chargers only down to one timeout. Kansas City Chiefs have three timeouts. And all things considered, you would assume, you would assume 
that the Kansas City Chiefs are going to be able to manipulate this clock into a victory. 855-212-4CBS. David is calling from Pittsburgh. You're on the JR Sport Reef Show. Hey, JR. Good evening. Hey, listen, um, as you know, today's Roberto Clemente Day across Major League Baseball. And I was just wondering if I could ask you, I do appreciate all that they've done as far as tributes and having a day to honor him. But I just sort of wanted to get your take on why do you think that, it, and maybe I'm reading this the, the, the wrong way, that's why I'm asking for your, your thoughts on it, why is there a reluctance on the part of Major League Baseball to retire his number across baseball? Is it because they want to keep that more of an exclusive honor just for Jackie? Or are they worried about that if they do this for Roberto Clemente, then maybe there will be other players and it will get to be too many? But I, I just I wanted to say before I hang up, I do think he's very deserving, not only because of what he did on the field, just an exceptional all-around baseball player, but just the humanitarian that he was. And I don't think that he needs it necessarily to define his greatness, but nonetheless, uh, for how he lived his life and actually how he gave his life, um, I do think it would be an extremely great honor. And I just wanted to see what your thoughts on it were, you know, as to why it, it hasn't happened and if you think that eventually that it might. Well, thank you. I'm going to go ahead and answer that. Thank you so much, David, for calling from Pittsburgh. Yes, Roberto Clemente, this is his day. He is being honored all across Major League Baseball. I was watching and checking in on some of MLB Network today as they looked at some of the best humanitarian players that are in the game today. And so Roberto Clemente, he was a prime example of someone who wasn't just a baseball player, but a humanitarian. I mean, this this unfortunate man, or unfortunately for this man, he passed away while 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 sending goods on a plane. Like I, I, I can't even think about or imagine. And so why isn't he honored or revered in the same way of a Jackie Robinson? Well, Roberto Clemente is Puerto Rican, okay? And that's, that's not why Major League Baseball is keeping him out. But the same impact on the game and on, quote-unquote, American society and the history books is not the same. And that's why Roberto Clemente does not have his, his number retired. I think the second aspect is what you already alluded to, precedent. The game is over, folks. Kansas City Chiefs, they beat the Los Angeles Chargers again. The final score, 27 to 24. And this is what they do. I mean, heading into tonight's game, the Chiefs, they won 13 of the past 16 games against the Chargers. Los Angeles, they picked up two of the last three heading into tonight. But the Chiefs have just absolutely had their number. And now even uh, Andy Reid, his record improves to 16-6 and against the Chargers. It's like the Chargers, and I, I don't care what part of the season that we're in. Chargers are like always good now. Even with Justin Herbert, it's like, oh, they're good, they're good. And, and somehow, some way, they fall flat. I'm not one of these folks who runs around and says, oh, this guy's cursed. Oh, this team is cursed. Oh, it's terrible. 
But, I mean, damn, there's going to have to come a point in time where the Los Angeles Chargers aren't treated like, uh, I don't know, some cursed stepkid that you got to keep in the basement. What a rough one. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. We're going to take a break. We're going to talk about Federer. We're going to talk about this game. And then I'm going to start getting to your calls. Kansas City wins 27-24 to over the Chargers. It's the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. I really, really respect you, man. I don't always agree with you, but you are really, really good at your job. Smart, well spoken guy. And I respect how you listen to people, even if they have different opinions than you. And you seem like one of the rare people in your industry who's willing to hear things and potentially change your mind. So I love that. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. Tonight, the Kansas City Chiefs, they improved their record. Oh, excuse me. This is obviously the regular season. It's September. They improved their record to 2-0. Kansas City beats the Chargers at home. The final score, 27-24. to Earlier on in the game, at one point in time, the Chargers led 10 to nothing. And Kansas City was able to come back. And I would say the biggest play of the game, which put things out of reach and put Kansas City back in control, was a pick six. Justin Herbert looked to be on cruise control, looked to be adding his own points to the board, and he threw a touchdown to the wrong guy. And it went back for 99 yards. Also, unfortunately for Justin Herbert, he got the living hell smacked out of him in the fourth quarter. It was bad. Mike Dana, actually, uh, he got him pretty bad after Herbert completed a pass, and Herbert was down and out holding his ribs and Holding his hamstring, it, it didn't look or sound good. Take a listen. Chiefs showing blitz. They rush four. Herbert, under pressure, has Everett. And he's got the right sideline, 30 to the 34-yard line. And a new set of downs. And Herbert is slow to get up. And he is really slow to he's get up, his holding his, his rib leg. cage. He is grabbing his left leg and his rib cage. And you don't ever see that with Justin Herbert. He's big as hell. It's courtesy of the Chargers radio network. That's why there was so much uh, concern there. Yeah, it, it it just was odd. It's like, what happened? He got hit, and now the whole left side of his body hurts? And throughout the course of the game, at the end of the game, he just continued favoring that left side. 
Yeah, Justin Herbert, I, mean, I, I will never forget how he got his starting job. Wasn't supposed to be out there playing. Tyrod Taylor had the starting job, and Tyrod Taylor was getting a pain injection into his side, and they put the needle into his lung. I, I still don't get that. Hey, Shep, when they did, was it a collapsed lung or now am I adding drama to the story? I don't believe it was a collapsed lung. I'm double-checking on that as we speak. But can you imagine? It's just like, hey, we're going to give you this this pain injection for your ribs so you can go play football. And you poke the guy in a damn lung? Like, whoa. You are like spot you on d- about the lung part, yes. Yeah, they, they stabbed him in the lung. Yeah, and, and it, like you said, it was a team doctor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Tyrod Taylor declined to file a grievance against the Chargers doctor. Oh, I guess it wasn't worth the trouble. Man, if I went to the doctor, you say, oh, you've been having some rib pain here. Let me give you a needle. And I got stabbed in the lung? Like, what did I do to deserve this? Well, JR, if it's any consolation, they have the better record. He's got the better record than Justin Herbert right now. Oh, Tyrod Taylor? They're undefe- Giants are undefeated. Did Tyrod Taylor throw a pass the other day? Well, no. I, I, you No. Daniel Jones, <laughs> no. But but he's on a winning team. Wow. The Chargers are not. So all, all, the, all well that ends well. Are the New York Giants going to end this season with a better record than the Chargers? Listen, the way this place reacted to a 1-0 start by the Giants, first one since 2015, you figured they'd win their five, fifth Super Bowl in the last 25 years the way they, uh, they won that first opener. Uh, I don't know. Well, <laughs> New York fans, they, they they have to find reason to be excited in something, yes. right? Well, you gotta I, find. You gotta find in a while. When the New York Knicks won a playoff game against the Atlanta Hawks, you would think that the New York Knicks were one victory away from a championship. People got to find something to be thrilled about. New York Jets haven't been to the playoffs in forever. Last time the Giants even got to the playoffs, that seemingly was an accident. And then they were given the boot. It's a wild one. 855-212-4CBS. Hey, congrats to Kansas City. 27-24 victory over the Chargers. They own them. Derek is calling from Kansas City. You're on the JR Sport Reef Show. What's up, Derek? Hey, Derek. Hello? Yeah, you're live. How, How are you? Are you? Hey, I'm real happy with uh, Kansas City win tonight. As you should be. Go on. Absolutely. Uh, sure. Okay. Well, thank you, Derek. It's just... Uh, a cat got Derek's tongue. He called up the radio station and forgot how to speak. It's okay. That's what they pay me for. I got you here. Here's the situation. Patrick Mahomes, 24 of 35, 235 yards and two touchdowns. Justin Herbert, he continues playing in just a ridiculous level, 334 yards, three touchdowns and a gigantic interception that was run back for 99 yards for a touchdown. And that pretty much sealed the deal. 
Mike Williams had an excellent game. Keenan Allen, we know he did not play or participate tonight with his hamstring injury. Mike Williams, not only did he have a one-handed touchdown grab, he had six other catches or seven other catches as well. 113 yards total. And when it comes down to the Chargers, I I, I have no idea when they're going to just get over that hump. And this is a very, very long season. And so I'm not going to just broadly paint this squad with the same crap that we've seen year after year after year, where they've ruined things with clock management, where they they don't know how to close out a game. I'm going to say that Justin Herbert and the Justin Herbert era, it's, it's going to take some time. Like even now until this point, Kansas City Chiefs are just still still dominating them. And even a game like tonight where the, the first half sucked, first half of this game was trash. This wasn't a back and forth. This wasn't some all-time classic game. It's rather eh considering the type of offensive players that are on both squads. And so you got to take it where you can. And for right now, the Chargers, and this will be the theme for the entire season, how do you stack up with the teams that are legitimate title contenders, like the man who just helped Kansas City win, Patrick Mahomes? How do you contend? How do you stack up with Kansas City? And the answer is right now you don't. Punch them in the mouth later on. Maybe they face each other again in the playoffs, but it's like the same old Chargers even in the second game of the season. It's the JR Sport Re Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. We're going to give you more, more details on the game. Patrick Mahomes and some of the players are starting to speak. I assume sooner than later we'll figure out what the hell went on with Justin Herbert and his ribs or his side or his thigh. He was clutching at both. Yeah, it must suck playing quarterback, making uh, $45 million, but then being treated like a ragdoll. Everything comes with his gives and his takes. It's the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. JR, I'm a first time caller, long time listener. I love your freaking show, man. I listen every night. I make my 14 year old listen to your show, and he's an addict too. Keep doing what you're doing. I'm out. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. It is the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. Tonight, Thursday night football. The Kansas City Chiefs, they beat the Chargers at home in Arrowhead or whatever the hell they call this place now. They gave it one of them new stupid corporate names so they can make more money. It'll always be Arrowhead to me. Kansas City wins 27-24. to 
against these Chargers. And so Patrick Mahomes, I'm going to call it a normal night. Well, not even, kind of shortchanged. He completed 24 of 35 passes, 235 yards, and two touchdowns. And then he also completed passes to nine, count them, nine different receivers. Travis Kelsey leading the way with five receptions and 51 yards. He led the team tonight in both receptions and yards. And Patrick Mahomes has done nothing but spread out the wealth. And you can hear it, actually, courtesy of the Chiefs radio network. What about the uh, the first touchdown pass? It went to running back Jarek McKinnon in the second quarter. Take a listen. Juju Smith-Schuster trots in motion. Mahomes will throw it. Looking left, now spins to his right. He is going to pump fake it, trying to get to the outside. Now fires it, side out, caught, and into the end zone, McKinnon, touchdown, Kansas City on a nine-yard touchdown, improvisation, and the Chiefs are seven of seven in the red zone in 2022. That Kansas City call is uh, now at this point one of the classic calls in sports. Really is. That was Mahomes' first touchdown pass. What about his second to Justin Watson in the third quarter? This is what that sounded like. Snap to the face mask of Mahomes. Furious rush. Mahomes throws it late. He's got Justin Watson. Catch in the end zone. Touchdown! Kansas City burning J.C. Jackson. Justin Watson gets free, and Mahomes finds him for a 41-yard touchdown pass. Hey, Shep, I like that more than uh, John Sterling. What do you say? Mitch Holtis is good, man. Yeah, but is it, isn't that better than well, – well, 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 John Sterling doesn't have one particular call. He has a million calls, one for every player. But that, that, that's, that's – I don't want to say a little bit more classy. That's just a little bit more straightforward than coming up with something corny to say. No? What do you say? Oh, I'm I'm gonna agree with you. I, I mentioned oh, okay. Holtis is understated, and he doesn't you know he doesn't go over the top of it. I'm trying to see, I'm trying to pull up Sterling right now as we speak, because uh, I know you love him so much. Um, but yeah, I mean I mean John Sterling has become. Nah, I'm gonna be professional. John Sterling is great. Mitch Holtis, I I would t- I'd say is a little greater right at this particular time. Oh well, John Sterling's a little a little, little older, a little older. You know, he's he's out here giving us rhymes and limericks, you know, every time Aaron Judge hits a home run. But uh, I, I appreciate the, the straightforwardness of Kansas City. I like it. You got 11 seconds of Sterling left in you? He's not going to say judgy and blast, is he? Pitch to Judge. Swung on and drilled to deep right field. That ball is high. It is far. It is gone. And to the Boston bullpen, a judgy and blast. Oh, no. <laughs> well, let, let, let's play Patrick Mahomes' second touchdown again. I like that better. Snap to the face mask of Mahomes. Furious rush. Mahomes throws it late. He's got Justin Watson. Catch in the end zone. Touchdown! Kansas City burning J.C. Jackson. 
Justin Watson gets free, and Mahomes finds him for a 41-yard touchdown pass. Yeah, I, I, I like that better. But then calling a baseball game versus a, a football game is different. Like, what what's exciting out of a baseball game? The a strikeout when it, when the bases are loaded, a home run, a grand slam, a game-winning play in the ninth or extra innings. Like that's that's exciting. No, but Jr. But to your to your credit, and you've always said this, um, the broadcaster in baseball, because of the gap in play, because of the lack of action, and so many of these contests from specialized pitchers and relievers and all, and all, all that good stuff. You have to be able to be a great storyteller. That Vince Scully, as as great as he was calling the Mookie Wilson play and the Kirk Gibson and Hank Aaron, et cetera, he was just as good at being able to fill that time when it wasn't supposed to be exciting for the casual baseball fan. You know what I mean? That's what made Vince Scully so special. So it's not just a matter of having the highlight and being able to rise to that occasion. It's being able to, you know, fill the gap and, uh, you know, fill point A to point B. Oh, yeah, no, he, he was excellent. And God rest his soul. It was just nice to hear that that Kansas City. And I that that's John Sterling's thing. If he if you hit a home run, Shep, you already know what he'd say, right? No. Oh. What, what would he what would he say for you? Um for, No, no, for you. No, you. You the, the pun is built in. Shepherd. I mean, come on. He he shepherds that ball over oh. the wall. He's the greatest herder of them all. Got it. Yeah, two for Shep. That that's something that Sterling would say, no? Yeah, but even I mean, he might. You're probably right about that. But even you would what? get some kind of chills because John Sterling would have some kind of interesting pun with the JR Sport Brief. I don't know how would he. What do you think he would say for that? Like I don't know. He'd be like, "Oh, he's Junior, but he's JR." <laughs> like he'd say something stupid. Right. Like you, uh, you, Aaron. Uh, yeah. Go, Aaron Judge. Probably hates that home run call. Probably hates it. I don't think he hates anything. I don't you think. Don't... I don't think. I don't think that guy hates anything. I think he is so team oriented. What is he? Perfect. He's not Jesus. Can you tell me one negative? Baseball Jesus. Can you tell me? Can you? Well, we know. Uh, you know, we would know who the uh, basketball Jesus was, Earl of Pearl. But can you tell me one negative thing? Right. Can you tell me one negative thing? In the six full seasons he has been a member of the Yankee organization that he has done while representing the pinstripes. One thing negative. One thing negative that Aaron Judge has done. Besides getting hurt, and I can't fault him for that. Well, one, th- one negative thing Aaron Judge has done as a member of the Yankees uh, doesn't exist. There's no missteps. There's no, no. miscalculations. No. There's no diary of the mouth. He is as no. close to perfect as we have in today's society in terms of superstar status, celebrities, not to mention the fact that he is putting this record on blast. And he's and he's hitting these home runs, JR, in a fashion in which they need it the most, where it's it's a tie ball game, they're down one. He's hitting it when the moment is needed to be the best. It's it's, well, it's phenomenal why, to watch. Well, that's why he's the MVP. And despite all of that, and he, yeah, he is a he's a phenomenal human being, really is. He still hates that call. I know he does. I just know it. I just know it. The first time he heard it, you know, someone probably played it for him or he listened and he had to go, what type of crap is this? Like, this is what they do upstairs after I hit a home run. This guy says it's a judgy and blah. Like, what is that? 
At least Michael K for the New York Yankees. He, I like him a little bit better. See ya. There you go. Simple. What does he go? So as high as no, he yeah, he just goes see ya. It's a two run blast for Aaron Judge and the Yankees take a five to nothing lead. Like it's it's just so clean. Straightforward. It's not campy. It's not bombastic. It's not attention drawing. You know, I find myself watching any baseball game. Somebody hits a home run, I, I'm going to see ya. Like, it's out of here. Like, see ya. It's like second nature. I don't even think about it anymore. But good for uh, good for Patrick Mahomes. He's going to get a whole lot of more of those, those Kansas cities. And it's, it's included in league commercials right now. It's included just... Just across the country. I ain't listening to the the Chiefs radio network when the game is on. Hey, I'm not I'm not in Kansas City, so I don't hear it. And I pay a lot of money for this uh what's it called? Red zone? You want to talk about paying for things. Amazon Prime you gotta pay for and Apple you pay for. Direct TV Sunday ticket. I pay for that. And I mean we've also moved into a space. The good teams are on national television. The good teams are getting the prime spots. The bad teams only end up available locally. So if you're a fan of the New York Jets, if you're a fan of the Giants outside of Thanksgiving, if you like the Lions, you get no nationally televised game. Man, I'd hate to even go look right now. When is the last time the the New York Jets played on, let's say, Sunday night football? Feels like forever. I would say the Giants, but I'm sure at some point over the past couple of years, they played the Cowboys Sunday night football. I have to think about this for a minute. When the hell have the Lions been on Sunday night football? That's what Thanksgiving is for. Yeah, and it's just, it's like, hey, it's time to, it's like a tradition. It's like it's Thanksgiving. It's uh, 12 o'clock in the afternoon, 11 o'clock in the morning. What are we going to do? Well, the parade is done, so let's just turn on the Detroit Lions. be nice if they were actually a good team one day but uh everybody in america expects the crap such a wild situation here you are one of the the worst franchises in professional sports but when everybody is at home at a home primarily in front of a screen to sit down and just talk and eat here come the Detroit Lions. NFL missing a prime opportunity to go, oh, yeah, this is this is the game. Game is actually good. And here are the Lions. And so we might as well prepare ourselves for Jared Goff this upcoming Thanksgiving and, uh, and what he doesn't bring. Jason calling from Cleveland. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. What's up? Hey, Jason, you're live. Thank you, Jr. What's um, up? Oh, I was just going to say 
I, I feel slightly like the Chiefs got lucky. Um, okay. Chargers had a couple opportunities they missed, but the the reason I called in, I was digging the uh, the best sports call conversation. I was wondering if you could have someone dig on some of the worst sports uh, calls because I know people would. Everyone needs laughter, right? And uh, that would be a good segment. Have some of these uh, clown calls. That would be great. You want me to riff on people's mistakes? Why would I do that? No, well, no, not mistakes. Just silly stuff. Okay. It, it's not. It's not dogging on them. It's just. Uh, I don't know. Appreciating well, I mean, uh, spontaneity. Well, if it's a and thank you, Jason. But if it's a crap call, then I mean. What 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 am I do if it's a bad call? I'm I'm crapping on. That's not nice. Scott is here from Boston. You're on the JR Sport Reef Show. Yeah, listen, hey, what's going on with you guys? I mean, both of you guys are uh, riffing on baseball. Uh, I don't really understand it. What? How? Well, I just yeah, man, I'm listening to you guys uh, riffing on baseball and uh, how you know how crappy it is. And who said, uh, what do you? T- who said that? Well, you really did, dude. No, um, what 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 did I say? Are you are you smoking? What did I say? No, I mean you're saying a lot of stuff on how baseball is uh, going downhill, oh my and God. Uh, I just don't like it. When did I uh, say that? Well, you basically said that uh, like, well, uh, two well, hold, or I'm three put, minutes I'm, ago. I'm gonna put you on hold. Don't go anywhere, okay? All right, fine. All right, good. We'll be back with him, the smoking guy, on CBS Sports Radio.